Whether it's the good, the bad, or the ugly, life has a way to dish out a handful of those to all of us in different measures. Fortunately, there are crazy people in this world, like yours truly, who bites back and also shows you the funny. Welcome to Doves and Eagles, your weekly pick-me-up-and-dust-me-off show that explores and unpacks life the way most of us can relate to. Filled with untold stories, inspiration, insight and motivation, it is my quest to equip every beautifully broken princess with a warrior queen attitude. I'm your host, Paula J. Let's find out how the cookie crumbles today. Hello all my beautiful lovelies and welcome to another episode of Doves and Eagles. Today I want to put my arms around every brave soul who walks this earth. I believe there's a lot of people out there who need to be reminded they are braver than they think and feel sometimes. So come on, rock your brave with me today. Let's face it. When we hear the word brave, we all think it means having extraordinary courage or we think of someone who can face great danger and maintain their composure, such as frontline peacekeepers or soldiers or emergency personnel, purely because they perfectly fit in this mold mentality, if I can respectfully call it that. What really surprises me, though, is that women in particular do not typically consider themselves to be brave. And if you never thought of yourself as brave, keep listening because something in this episode is going to be for you. There are many quotes or sayings that describe what it means to be brave from someone else's perspective. Neil Gaiman described it as being brave doesn't mean you aren't scared. Being brave means you are scared, really scared, badly scared, and doing the right thing anyway. Emily Autumn said, being brave means to know something is scary, difficult, and dangerous, and doing it anyway because the possibility of winning the fight is worth the chance of losing it. Stephen Furtick said, being brave doesn't mean we have no fear. It means we refuse to be overcome by it. To me, being brave comes down to drawing on my own strengths and at the same time to be empathetic to my weaknesses. And that's not something anyone could teach me. I had to walk that walk and talk that talk before I could get to a place where I was equally comfortable with leaning into both sides and owning it like a boss. Being brave is sometimes nothing more than taking one more step, whether it's putting one foot on the floor when you get out of bed, daring to stop for a while so you can take another breath, to be settled in the unknown, or instinctively protecting a loved one, in some cases even strangers. Have you ever considered how brave you were to carry a baby to full term? to go through the most excruciating agony to bring another life into this world, and later say, heck yes, I'll do it again. 
And if you say, I cannot relate because my child was born via C-section, well, I'm with you there. But do not discount one single moment that you spend raising that child. Babies don't arrive with a manual that gives us clear instructions for every step they will take for the rest of their lives. Point is, brave comes in all shapes and sizes. Several years ago, I reached a point in my life where I got my little round behind kicked into a square in the arena of life once too many a time. That put me on a self-discovery path where I was adamant to find the answers I was looking for. And in my quest, I stumbled onto some of Dr. Brene Brown's teachings for the first time. I cannot begin to explain what a profound impact both her research and teachings, especially on vulnerability, had on me. It empowered me to recognize and wrestle it out with the real monsters that were hiding under my bed, metaphorically speaking. I was specifically watching one episode where she delved into how our unwillingness to deal with our vulnerabilities or weaknesses can restrict us from being brave until you come to terms with it. And this was a huge game changer for me. Getting to know and understand the real you with all your flaws, mistakes, mishaps and dark spots and then embracing them all instead of denying it exists in you, that, my lovelies, is the bravest thing anyone can do. Some of the things she is known for saying have since been added to a long list of famous quotes and every time I read one of them, I just value it so much all over again because it helps to keep me in check. Most of her quotes not only stood out like a sore thumb to me when she first said it, and I don't mean any disrespect here, but her quotes are even more applicable today because of what's going on in the world around us in our current everyday lives. I decided I want to pause, revisit, share and maybe elaborate a bit on some of her wisdom around being brave for this episode. And at the end of it, I will be brave by sharing with you one of my own songs that I wrote and recorded way back, I think it was 2004, 2005, which is by far the most special song I have ever written. Not just because it captures such a beautiful assurance and promise that God made me, but it carries a super strong message that I believe the world need to hear again and again, especially in the here and now. But before we get into all of that, there is something I found some time ago that connects so strong to my theme of being brave today. It was originally written in my native language, Afrikaans, by somebody by the name of Corne Wellman, and I translated it into English to share. So here goes. This is for you, who gets up every day and face the day head on even though you just want to stay down. Who feels everything got too much, but you picked yourself up and keep on walking. Who feels the pieces of your heart fell so far when it broke that you don't know where to look for the remnants, but you still find a piece to give to someone else. 
who have trouble understanding how you can look at others with a smile after they smashed their blunt knives straight through your heart. Who have no idea how and where you will manage to make it through another day without money, but still have something left to give to someone who have less. Who carries the scars of invisible abuse, but hide it perfectly as if you were never touched by it. Who gives your bestest best to your family and work while being constantly criticized, wondering what you can do better. Who worries about other people's sorrow and pain while your own crushes your heart like a rock? Who have to console your children because life is so unfair, but you congratulate others on their children's achievements? Who makes a real effort looking your best every day while your husband or wife's eyes are somewhere else and you still welcome them home with a warm smile and open arms? Who torment yourself every day about wrong decisions made but you still plan for tomorrow. Who fell and got hurt time after time trying to achieve success, but still try to improve even though you don't know how to anymore. Who is scared, alone and unsure about what the future holds for you, but still look for something positive that will bring you hope again. Who is tired and feel hopeless under the weight of your illness, but choose to believe tomorrow will deliver a cure and a new promise who had to make peace with the inability of ever bearing your own, but can lovingly take great care of other women's children, who cries for the dear one that departed too early, but can tell stories about them with a smile, who had to give up on your own dreams because responsibility comes first, but still get excitedly lost with your children in theirs, who takes care of your family every day, even when you are sick and feeling tired to the bone. This is for you, because you deserve something to be written about you. You deserve that someone tries to understand, even if it's only a few words scribbled on a piece of paper. Because you are part of the who. I want you to let that sink in for a moment. If you didn't know or no one told you, you should listen up. You are more than just part of the who. You are braver than you think. Now let's get back to some of Brene Brown's famous quotes that I think need to be repeated over and over, especially today. Vulnerability is not about winning or losing. It is the courage to show up when you don't know the outcome. Most of the time, I have what it takes to show up and do the hard things in life. But there were also times that I simply said, nope, uh, uh, I ain't doing that. Toodles! But I can also tell you that it took many, many steps, pauses, moments and encounters with my own self before I could embrace and lean into the vulnerabilities that I considered a curse or a weakness and then go and turn it into the most profound makeup I can proudly wear any day of the week today. This equates to being the bravest I think anyone can ever be. To be at peace with all you are is a different kind of a resting place. And without God's guidance and strength to hold on to, I could never ever have done this alone. It is more important than ever to be brave now. If not now, when? This is the time 
We are the people we've been waiting for. The grown-ups aren't coming. We are them. When I heard this for the first time, (laughs) it rocked my world and scared me straight into another blood group. And you know, lately I find myself wondering a lot. When is all this madness around us going to come to an end? What will it take for people to wake up and see through the lies, the deceit, the veil that so comfortably blinds them? So this quote rings a lot truer to me now than when I first heard it. The grown-ups aren't coming. We are them. You want to talk about brave? Think about this one for a moment. If not you, who? If you are not going to try and change your own life, who else will? Ouch, says a lot of people when I throw this out at them. People have become lazy, too comfortable with someone else making choices for them, and then they follow blindly like sheep to the slaughter. Hello? Since when does any other human being know better what you think and feel? When do you allow someone else, including governments and health institutions, because I'm pointing the finger today, to take control over you, your body, and that of your family? What I find really frightening is that some people prefer to say nothing. I come from a long line of stubborn, die-hard farmers who worked from dusk to dawn to put bread on the table. Praising God as he was leading the way in front of the donkeys in the plough. And when those men came home after a hard day's work to sit down for dinner with the rest of the family at night, they continued praising God and seated him at the head of their table. With this in mind, I cannot help but look around me and think it is no wonder this world is in so much trouble. You need to find one person in your life who, when you're being brave and you fall, will pick you up. Dust you off and say, yeah, that sucked. Now go and be brave again. For most of my life, this person to me was my mother. She actually compares very well to a southern bred lady here in the States. And if you don't know the temperament of a southern lady, you should go look it up. You do not mess with them. You know, when she said jumped, I asked how high. So when I got told to be brave again, I swallowed hard and went right about it because, you know, if mama wasn't happy, no one else was either. There's thousands of miles between us and her hearing is no longer what it used to be. So it makes communication difficult, but she still fills that void, just not as actively as she used to. But I ain't worried because babes picked up all the little ends she can no longer hold. And trust me, he's a lot taller than her, so he holds them high. We all need someone like that in our lives. Someone that can encourage us and at the same time hold us accountable. Find your brave partner. How many shots do you have to take before you hit the mark? As many as you need. This is such a powerful statement that I cannot or will not add anything to it. You got on the horse, put a cushion in your jeans, because by nature, 
you assumed you're going to fall on your ass. When you signed up to be brave, you also signed up for disappointment, setback and failure. It's worth doing even if you fail. Rather be on the ground looking up saying, shit, that was hard, but I'm glad I was brave. It's better than watching everyone else on a horse go by. If you've never been on horseback or fell off one, you probably won't get the full meaning of this. Nothing beats getting up and taking another shot at something, even though it's scary. If you could have more than one child knowing what's ahead, don't tell me you're not brave. I ain't buying what you're selling, sister. A lot of times people get in an accident and then they're afraid to drive again. That's similar to getting back on that horse. Find your brave partner who, when you fail, can actually help you get back up. And the last quote, don't have a cheap seat. People with cheap seats will never be brave with their lives. Now that's a mouthful. But what is considered a cheap seat? For me, it's standing on the sidelines and giving instructions Believing you can do it better than the person whom you're barking those instructions at, while they are taking the beating. Have you tried swapping places? To walk a mile in someone else's shoes and carry their heavy burdens? No? Well, that's just one example of a cheap seat, and trust me, there are many. You can easily recognize having a cheap seat when someone is willing to say something negative about someone else, but they're not willing to trade places with them because, well, in all honesty, they know they are better off where they are without the other one's problems, but yet they consider themselves entitled enough to launch an uninvited opinion at someone else anyway. That's a very cheap seat. My friendliness may be cheap, but my friendship is expensive. Because people with cheap seats do not get to sit down at my table. Apply that in your own life, and you'll be surprised to see how many people leaves the room. Everybody that's in that room that has an opinion about you, what you do, how you do it, start sifting through who is worth it to sit at your table. And you'll be surprised how much you are clearing that room. Let me know how and if this episode influenced you. I'd love to hear from you. My email is info at paulajspeaks.com. You can find Doves and Eagles wherever podcasts are listened to. Or you can go listen or download directly from my website, paulajspeaks.com. Now, as promised, I'm playing out this episode with one of my gospel compositions called Behold My Child. May it bring you peace and assurance as it once did for me and continue to do so. Until next time, be bold, be beautiful, be brave, be you. There was a time in my life when it felt like I've lost everything, but God showed me the way. And if this is the way you feel today, listen to what he had to say to me and make this your own. 
of Z. Ze- 